Welcome to episode 15 of the Momster Squad, where us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner momster and take this journey with us. Welcome back, guys. All right, so this episode is episode 15, where we talk about, or we read mom stories. Um, so me, Jennifer, is going to go first, then Abby, then Becky, then me, then Abby, then Becky. Oh. Our listener stories. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so this first story is from Anne. In the middle of the night when one or both of my twins would be up fussy in my husband's sleep-deprived state, he would often try to tell me why they were crying. And the reasons were hilarious and often related to his work or TV show. One time, my husband said one was fussy because the baby had made it to the next round on Top Chef because (laughs) he hadn't cut the onions small enough. Another time was one was fussy because he had to help build a moat and couldn't find armor small enough to fit him. (laughs) <laughs> that's hysterical so funny story i actually can relate when i was oh my god i had to be like 12 and we i can't remember if it was before or after my family had gone to the bahamas and i had this orange bathing suit and my mom tried to wake me up for school and when she was waking me up, I had a whole conversation with her. I was like, you need to get my orange bathing suit. And she's like, what? She, I was like, "You, I need my orange bathing suit. We're going snorkeling. I need to have my orange bathing suit. And she said we had this conversation back and forth and she couldn't figure out. And I was like, I was awake. Like, I remember her standing there, but I was like just waking up and I would tell her to like get certain things. So, <laughs> I mean... It's funny. I mean, even Chris, he'll, like, if his alarm goes off and it startles him, he'll say, like, random things. John just did it Saturday morning. So we had a yard sale this weekend, as the two of you know. Mm -hmm. And I needed help lifting the canopies. And at 6 a.m., I'm waking him up. And I said, can you please come help me put up the canopies? He said, I already put up the canopies. I said, you did? (laughs) And he said, yeah. I said, well, the tables. He's like, yep, there's tables. (laughs) So I walk to the front door and I look and I'm like, son of a bitch. I go back. I'm like, John, I need help with the canopies. He's like, yep, canopies. I'm like, oh, I slapped his ankle. It's funny, though. I mean, I know he's sleep deprived as well. Um, I if I were Anne, I would definitely keep. A, a journal, a journal yeah. of the things that he says Especially and does. Especially, like, when the when your twins get older, it would be something funny to just, like, These are maybe, all the stories about you. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> like, save a journal. You're, you didn't make it on the, to the next round of Top Chef. You're not cooking dinner tonight. And, like, as, like, an 18th birthday present or something, give them the journal of, like, all the funny things they're doing. Yeah, that's said. a great idea. Yeah. Well, another sleep-deprived moment John had was actually when we very first dating. So I'm going back nine years ago, and I'll never forget it. We joke about it often, um, 
So he, he had gone to bed first and was kind of lying kitty corner across the bed. Mind you, my husband is six foot four, three, six foot three, and I'm all of five foot nothing. Um, so I'm sure I probably could have snuggled into the corner, but I'm like, John, I need you to move your leg. And the man starts shaking his ankle and his foot. <laughs> and, I, and I started laughing because he has that witty banter. Yeah. So I thought he was messing with me. Again, we're still fairly fresh in the relationship. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, John, I need you to move your foot. So this time he like picks it up and wiggles it around like, like he's doing the hokey pokey or something. And, and so we still laugh about that. And I'm sure I've had some sleep deprived moments as well. Yeah, one time I was talking about pepper jack cheese. (laughs) Yum. That's what I sleep eat in the middle of the night. All different kinds of cheeses. Yeah. John will come out of sliced cheese, string cheese, gouda cheese. (laughs) It's a dairy thing because you like milk as well. Yes, very much so. And we're out at the moment. No. <laughs> Becky out of milk? Oh my goodness. $5.18. <laughs> if you don't understand that, listen, listen back, back to, I don't remember which episode. Just start from the well, beginning, you'll get there. <laughs> All right. Thanks for turn. writing in, and We enjoyed that. Thank you. All right. So this next one is from Karen from Missouri. Hi, Karen. Hello. <laughs> All right. Upon attempting to prepare my seven-year-old daughter for a new baby in a few months, she repeatedly stated, no boys in our house. After several months, the big day arrived. My daughter came into the hospital room and I told her the baby was a boy and asked her, what are we going to do? She placed both hands on her hips and without missing a beat said, well, I guess we'll have to love the little thing. (laughs) can you read the first sentence of that again because i feel like i missed something so upon attempting to prepare my seven-year-old daughter for a new baby in a few months seven-year-old daughter Yes, because a new baby was coming in. Oh, the my God. My brain was. No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. She wasn't having the baby. The mom was having the baby. I, I had a brain fart. I, that's where I got lost. I'm like, I I guess maybe I was still stuck on the sleep deprived stuff. Maybe I'm sleep deprived. I don't know. <laughs> so she guesses she'll just have to love it. Yep. Well, did, did you say he, she said no boys in the house? Yeah. That's what screwed me up, too, because I was son. thinking of dating or yeah, something. Yeah, then she had the son. And I, I thought she was, when you were reading that, I thought she was going to say, well, you said no boys in the house. Right, right. That's <laughs> My brain totally went off with that story. Now I get it, and it's it's hysterical. That's, again, I think all of us moms, easier said than done, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I talked about baby books and not complete and all of that, and I think I may have mentioned that I oh, wish I, I had written a book of Bradenisms. I found <laughs> the three oldest kids' baby books Did when you? I was cleaning out. None of them are written. <laughs> There's nothing in there? Just, like, their name and, like, their birth stuff. That's, That's nice. <laughs> G- like, oh. Gianna has up to, like, six months, I think, but the other, yeah, no, mm-mm. 
Nothing. Yeah. Um, that would also be something that I would, you know, write down is the antics between these children from the time she got pregnant with the second one. Um, if she hasn't already started doing likewise things with the first one, yeah. um, it's something that I regret. And I could still start at this age. It's just, it's not as... She still comes out with some funny things. So you could definitely start now <laughs> and have a whole book filled by next September. <laughs> I suppose you're right. I, I didn't have to do the extra baby story. Abby, you just recently did. And Jennifer, you obviously have over the years. So can you relate to that seven-year-old child and that mom and their experience and any sort of verbalities that went on with your children? Um, I mean, both the kids adore Riker. The only thing is, at first... They did have a little jealousy, which is normal because... While you were still pregnant or when he first came in the when house? When he first came in because obviously he's taking up most of my time and that's an adjustment in itself. Yeah, um, when I had... So there's five years between Logan and Jacqueline and Logan was super excited to have a baby sister, but then after she... About a month after she was born, he started like... Um, what's that word? Uh, digressing? Yeah. And uh, he started, like, acting out and being really sad and crying for no reason. And he started, like, she was a month old, and that's when he started having a lot of um, issues. because So he, he was doing more babyish things to get your attention. He was, a, maybe he was my baby, and then he wasn't, and I was, Yeah, I mean, know, even Ava would be like, I wish I was still a baby, and I'm like... Why? <laughs> I mean, Jack, she can't go anywhere. Jacqueline says that lie now, and she's seven, and she, there she don't have a baby sister. And then so. while I was pregnant, Mikey drew me this scary-looking picture. I need to find it. I post it on my, like, Snapchat every once in a while. Uh, but it was this picture he drew of me with Riker inside me, and I look like a freaking monster <laughs> with a monster inside me. I'll probably post it. I could post it to the Instagram page as well, but it's hilarious. I need to find it. Oh, my God. It. I need to see that. Because it's, like, I was like, what are you? I was like, thanks. This is really scary. Well, what was that show? Um, and I think they still do it. I don't. Oh, kids say the darndest the things. things. Yeah. And I mean, I think just about every momster. Oh my <laughs> God. She's showing us the picture. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have to post that so our listeners can see it. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, okay, that's not what I look like, but thanks. <laughs> At least I'm smiling. Right. <laughs> well, Brayden, With like a hundred teeth. I know. <laughs> Brayden had drawn, and I would have to find it. I know it'll come up in my memories at some point, and I believe I even um, printed out the photo. So she had drawn on a whiteboard mm -hmm. that we had, one of those VTech things. Yeah. And <laughs> it was also me pregnant. And oh, you know. I know. <laughs> And we've talked about this, so what I'm about to say, I'm not going to explain any further because if you can go find out, it just oh, might well, take yeah, you some time. Um, <laughs> she drew a picture of me pregnant and inside was like what was supposed to be a baby and then there was like blood, like a red blob. And I'm like, what's that? She's like, my sister. 
Because she says she ate her sister. Her twin sister. God. And mind you, at that age, she was three years old. And she had never once, never once heard us discuss anything of the sort. So that was one of those. Was that your first time being like, oh, I'm a little scared. (laughs) No, definitely. No, she started scaring me when she was in the womb before I even knew any of those. (laughs) But she's still, she's eight and she still tells people. Like Jacqueline told me that Brayden told her she ate her twin. Yeah, I feel like we were somewhere with Brayden and she said something. And then you're like, shh. She's like, but I did. I feel like that was pretty recent. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where we were. I don't know either, but I'm I'm hearing it in my head. Yeah, my child. And, yeah, there's pictures to prove it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Karen, for writing in. We appreciate your time and your story. Moving on, I have a mom story from a listener in Florida named Catherine. And it goes as such. When doctors told us we would never have children, we decided to travel and seek adventure around the world. Shows at the Sydney Opera House, tables and buffets in Las Vegas, majestic. I don't know that word. I'm sorry. I don't know that word either. Fjords, F-J-O-R-D-S, majestic fjords in Bergen. That sounds like Germany, maybe? Maybe. Or is Bergen a country? All right. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Um, Not us. um, Tranquil beaches in Honolulu. Abandoned castles and old churches in the Scottish Isles. Oh, now I'm jealous. Endless pools in the Bahamas. Races at Daytona. Jealous again. We were about to book a trip to the Blue Lagoon. Oh, my God. When we learned I was pregnant. Now, with our toddler, we travel very little. Parenting, it turns out, is the greatest adventure of all. Oh, and I and now I'm jealous. Well, I'm not. I, I can concur. <laughs> <laughs> what a sweet story that is. And you know what? Good for the two of you that you got to do those amazing things. Yeah. I'm I'm I've been to races, NASCAR races, and it's an absolute blast, but certainly haven't been to a fjord. I've been to the Bahamas. I've been to the Bahamas and Mexico. Oh, I've been to Vegas. Vegas, uh, Texas, Cincinnati. There's nothing to do there. (laughs) Sorry if you live in Cincinnati, but it's really boring there. Drew Carey's from there, isn't he? I don't know. I have no idea. All right, I'm the old one. I mean, I was young, but I don't know. Well, you know what? Um, I'm curious, though. So we were about to book our trip to the Blue Lagoon. So I'm assuming they were back home at that point in time when they found out where they were pregnant. Yeah. So um, do you know where you conceived? Was it at the races at Daytona? I mean, Rubbin is racing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, you know, there's been a lot of people who have said changes in altitude and just your um, emotions and stress levels can allow a pregnancy to move forward naturally. So, you know, I didn't think I could have children. And then here I move 800 miles down the southern, or the, I'm sorry, the eastern coast down south. Mm -hmm. And within eight days, I'm pregnant. And of course, I was like, I was super in love. I was, I am still super in love. Um, (laughs) And, you know, just chilled and relaxed and like, couldn't believe, you know, wow, I, I 
moved away from everything I've ever known and I'm comfortable with it. Like, and then boom. Did you play the, like a lottery ticket or anything? When I got pregnant? Yeah. Like a scratch off. Uh Uh-uh. You should have. Yeah. Probably. Played today, only won five bucks. When I was cleaning out the shed yesterday, mm-hmm. I was going through one of my bins and I found a, I think it was a $5 scratch off, but it was like so old. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was it like, scratched yeah. off? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a winner. It was a $5 um, winner. Oh, well. It was, it was, worse. It was a lot more than like, Oh, my man, God. I would have been right. so <laughs> I did not. I am. Um, so pissed. But I agree. Parenting is the greatest adventure of all. Um, but I would like to parent while I travel to some of those places. Yeah. I mean, they said, she said that we travel very little. So I wonder what very little means. Like, do you still travel places or... Well, I'm assuming probably, you know, what out of town for the weekend or whatever. I mean, I know that John and I don't get away often. We did just make our way to Pigeon Forge, and that was our first family vacation in, you know, the whole time we've been together. We never had a honeymoon or, you know, anything like that. So um, in our situation, it's been hard to get away because... Either, A, we need to request somebody to take care of our child and our dogs, for that matter. Yeah. Or somebody's got to, I mean, it's just, it's hard to get away. And then it gets even harder when school starts because you need to work those vacations around. It's it's not like it was. Like, I could remember going on vacation with my family when I was in school and we would miss, like, a week to two weeks. And it was yeah. cool, and it but was you, fine. Can't, you can't do that now. The because teacher then... would just give you the work to The work to, to take on your trip. Yeah. Yes, and I remember that, day, too. my mom would make us do, like, one page of work before we were allowed to do But there's anything. people that still do that. I was on, like, a mom Facebook page, um, and I was reading that, what they do now. I forget what it's called, but they can Probably write... the homebound. No. Oh. It, it's, like, a certain term. Where they can write a letter to the school and, like, their vacation, they can declare it as, like, an oh, educational yeah. thing. If you're going somewhere, educa- but you have to get it approved. Yeah, but, like, there's people that did it for Disney World and they get it approved because Epcot, yes, they do around the world. Um, mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep, and I think that's what happened with me, actually, because I was taken to Epcot slash Disney when, I want to say I was maybe nine years old. Um, with my biological father and stepmother. And I remember the packet of work that was being sent with, and I remember Epcot being like an excusable uh, day, so to speak, because you were, it was a learning experience. I remember being in the Bahamas and Cancun and having to do my schoolwork before I was allowed to go run around. (laughs) The French fries from the guy, they were so amazing. They had the best French the fries ever. French fries from the guy. Oh, some guy. Mm. But he had a cart. And, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was so good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. We're not on video. I was 11. Oh. Makes it worse. Right. Wait. The last time I went to Mexico, we thought my sister got kidnapped because she decided to go to the movies with the freaking bartender, and nobody knew where she was. She didn't tell anybody she was leaving the hotel. And how old was she? Uh, I was 20. 
Oh, so okay. she was like twenty. So she could make her own decisions. I thought you were, you just went from no, an eleven year old story. At least tell somebody. She didn't like, let tell them know. anybody. There was forty of us there. She did not tell anybody. She left. No, she wasn't answering her phone. Like nobody could get in touch with her. Yeah, that's not cool. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I think. Like you're in a different country. And let then right. know when we were something. leaving, stop human trafficking. When yes. we were leaving. He, the bartender, showed up at the airport to say goodbye to her. Aw. No. Not no, that's not. creepy. It's uh, like one of those movies mm-hmm. where you fall in love in another country. Sleepless in she Seattle. She didn't, but. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Catherine, from Florida. And I do hope that you'll continue to enjoy your parenting adventure and that you'll be able to show your toddler around the world such as you and your husband have done other than just in photos yes <laughs> all right so this next story is from stacy excuse me excuse me all right i had a brother pass away from brain cancer at the time we had a cat who was a calico and just sort of knew he was battling something she was really mean to most people but with him she was gentle He would grab her paws, and she would just let it happen. Well, about three years after he passed, my parents had another child, another boy. He was about three when he told my parents about the white, brown, and black cat that used to let him grab her paws. She had died about a year before he was born. Okay, goosebumps. Oh, oh, goosebumps. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's that's awesome. Like her brother reincarnated. To her another brother. Unbelievable. I got, like, Okay, so listeners, listen up. We were not going to talk about this till the end of uh, the episode. But we are doing a special spooky edition that will drop on Halloween. It will feature previously mentioned friends, um, Brie and Pertina, whom are, I can't speak for Pertina, but I know that Brie is a pagan witch. They both practice Reiki. They own a low country magic shop. They're very knowledgeable in their crystals and and uh, like sage and, and the incense and things like that. So we are, are going to be featuring them and talking to them, asking them questions. Uh, so this might be one of them and I'm sure they're listening right now. So they'll be able to speak of it. But um, stay tuned for that. But uh, oh. I don't know how I would be able to handle like looking at that brother, knowing that story and well, and so aren't cats great? My mom, <laughs> my mom told me a story that um, I kept asking her questions about my dad's. I kept telling her a story or something, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "You know, when Daddy had the blue Jimmy, and he had that before I was even born." Like, they, get, they got rid wow. of it before I was even born. And for whatever reason, I could tell her what it looked like and everything. And she's she's like, I don't even know how you knew about that. Yeah, so, that's interesting. I mean, it's not a cat, but. 
No, but I mean, again, that's that's like one of the questions I'd like to touch base with them upon. I mean, they're not psychics. Reincarnation, um, though, to talk about. But that. right, you know what? I what mean, I believe in reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was Stacy. Well, um, hello to both your brothers, and thank you for writing in and listening, as all of you are. So the next one is from Carissa. My son was about nine months old when I was at work one night and daddy was home with the baby. My husband was studying and must have been really into it because he failed to notice our son who had been crawling around on the floor, took off his poop filled diaper and just kept crawling. When he looked up, there was poop and poopy handprints everywhere. The incident that we now refer to as Poopopolis Poopopolis. was Daddy's trial by fire for having to clean up messes while Mommy was gone. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we might have mentioned this in a previous story, too, about pooping. Yeah. Um, So she may be relating into that. Um, I mean, not necessarily, but I... Fortunately, did not have that issue with Brayden, not once. I, Thank I the had good it with Lord. I had it with Jacqueline. Apparently, <laughs> I had it with myself. <laughs> and that was according to my, my grandmother's uh, storytelling, which, you know, unfortunately, I can't re-ask her any of those questions. Oh, when you were little, I thought you were yes. talking about... <laughs> uh, no! <laughs> And guess who's not drinking today? This one. <laughs> yes, I play in my poop often. Hey, hey, hey. Chocolate or poop? Chocolate or poop? What? You said that the other day. <laughs> because I brought home a chocolate. I brought home a chocolate. She, Abby. She was on her counter and she's like, chocolate or poop? <laughs> I brought home a chocolate sheet cake. Oh, God. And when I pulled it out of the box that I brought it home <laughs> in, the cho- the plastic t- <laughs> the plastic top popped off, and the sheet cake slid down, and literally my whole entire hand, for lack of a better term, went into the... Okay, thank you. <laughs> that was much cleaner than what I was going to say. <laughs> Fiddled around. Uh-huh. Finger fiddled around. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And I'm trying to just shove the cake back in. And my hand's just going further through the bottom and middle of the cake. God. So I thought I had cleaned it all up, right? And I go in. <laughs> I go in other rooms and I'm doing this, doing that. And I'm getting ready to leave again real quick. <laughs> and as you all have probably heard, I have five cats and two dogs. And my cats pretty much run the house. I allow them pretty much wherever. We try and keep them off the kitchen counters, but the one cat just refuses to listen. And she (laughs) had just been up there, and I walked through, and I see this, like, you know, kind of swirly little thing on the counter. And I'm like, are you kidding me? She pooped on my counter. Mind you, my cats don't normally do that. I've never had that problem. So I shouldn't say don't normally. They don't do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like ready to like freak out that there's poop on our eating, you know, preparation space and stuff. Like I'm about ready to lose my mind. And then I'm 
looked closer and I said to myself, as I stuck my finger in it, chocolate or poop, and I stuck it right in my mouth. I knew at that point it was chocolate. I would hope so, because <laughs> if it wasn't, you stuck that in your mouth and you would have been like, Ugh. <laughs> I would have liked to be a fly on the wall. Oh, God. There used to be some sort of social media or or videos that maybe that was back in like AFV days or something. I don't know about chocolate or poop. And it was a mom story type of thing Mm -hmm. with messy kids or whatever. And it was a saying that was going around for quite some time. Chocolate or poop, chocolate or poop. Well, there's like a viral video coupon, that, coupon. That's, been, <laughs> that's been going around where it's like the toilet paper prank and people have been doing it with their kids. Oh my God. I they wanna, have, with the they have chocolate, chocolate on their hands and they're like, I, I need toilet that. paper. Oh, whatever. I've seen that. And then the they kid wipe and the, then they they wipe it off the hand. Kid. Yeah. Me and Chris want to do that to Jacqueline so she bad. Would she would freaking lose her shit. <laughs> We we talk about it all the time, but we have not done it. But she would totally lose her shit. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, right church, wrong pew is where Becky's going. Oh God. <laughs> um, literally just last night. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You don't even know. You better keep that drink in your mouth. You Do know. not spit on this equipment. <laughs> Swallow. That's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brayden, (laughs) y'all right? Oh, good. (laughs) Brayden was watching um, something in my bed. And we were kind of doing a movie night, although I wasn't sleeping with one eye open for multiple reasons. (laughs) But I went into the master bath because I had to poop okay. for me to poop on <laughs> and uh i jokingly <laughs> said to brayden because it's been up until about six months to a year ago um that if she had like a, a what she calls a sloppy poop she'd be like mom i have a sloppy poop and that was my cue that i needed to go in and help her with the wiping and I stopped doing that. I'm like, nobody wipes my sloppy poop. Yeah. So last night, <laughs> we had gone out to dinner as a family. We had a really nice time. I got to tell you about that, too. Um, <laughs> just a quick a quick one in there. But um, I, I said to Brayden, I'm like, Brayden. She's like, yeah, Mama. I said, Mommy's got a sloppy poop. She said, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> I said, can you come wipe me? She's like, no. How could you ask me that? And I said, well, you used to ask me. She said, I'm a kid. There's a big difference. Well, what happens when you get older? I was going to go into that. I was going to. be like, no, I'm going to put you in the nursing home. That's probably what she'll do. That's what Gianna tells me all the time. And I won't get a nursing home. I'll get rat poison in my my energy drink. Ice pick to the eye. Get it right. Now, last night, um, just real quick, uh, our dinner had one of those claw machines. Mm-hmm. So John went over and um, he he did it twice. I'm like, are you, you going to let your daughter play? So he she went over and he was pointing. He's like, they're there. And on her first try, 
it it grabbed her a stuffy and I don't think I've ever I think I've won one once in all my years out of those claw machines they're like total rip off Chris so, used to win one every time we went to Walmart. Well, first of all, I thought of you, Jennifer, because it was a squirrel. <laughs> However, I'm like, let me see, Bray. And uh, the tag on it, it's a dog toy. <laughs> and it's got the squeaker. And I, I was like, I was like, oh, and I was, I was so happy she had won one, as was she. And then uh, I was like, oh, it's a dog toy. And she's like, and she turned around. She she threw it in the booth. She's like, "Dad, I need to try again." <laughs> so, and she's like, "I don't want Charlie touching this." And I'm like, "Charlie knows the difference between her toys and a dog toy. He yeah. will sniff that out in a second." And the, and it's the cool thing that both dogs do not touch her toys. She can leave things wherever. Although I don't approve of that. Mm-hmm. They don't rip them up. But yeah, anywho. So wiping, wiping, butts, poopopolis. <laughs> You're on to the last story. I am. Yep. And who was that from again? Uh, Carissa. Oh, I wrote it right here. So yes, I wrote, I wrote poopopolip. <laughs> I never finished <laughs> in my journal. Well, thank you, Carissa. Um, I hope you enjoyed our poop stories as well. <laughs> uh, so this is an anonymous story. Anonymous? Yes, Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer, Jen isms, anonymous. Anonymous with myself. <laughs> so this, again, anonymous. The story reads as follows. Not to me, but my sister. Her husband and her had just had their first child a few months prior. My brother-in-law was working the graveyard shift at his job as my sister stayed home taking care of my nephew. Around 2 a.m., she heard loud knocking on her back door. She went to go check it out and saw a lady banging on the door asking for my sister to let her in. The lady told my sister that her husband had just beat her down the street and was looking for her. Oh. My sister was hesitant to let her in since she had a newborn in the house and didn't want to interfere. She told the lady that the best she could do was call the police for her. The lady told my sister to not call the police and to let her in. This is where my sister got suspicious. She went to get her phone and called 911. When she went back to the door, the lady was gone. The police arrived a few minutes later and they told my sister that the same situation happened just a few streets down. Apparently, the couple would do this act to get into people's homes. Well, if that's not a wake up call. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, that's remember when that lady robbed um, Dollar General and then was running and Angie let her use her phone? Yes. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't, what, she might have not been here yet. <laughs> I was very new yeah, to the neighborhood um, at that time. So somebody robbed our Dollar General, which is, like, right outside our neighborhood. And this lady came running through the neighborhood, knocking on everybody's doors, asking to use the phone. Because she was saying that she was beat. Okay, now, beat. that's not cool. <laughs> that's so not cool. <laughs> For those of you that may not have heard it. Yeah, I somebody, definitely heard it. Somebody just knocked on the door of our podcast room. Oh, it's a child. 
Um, we'll excuse Abby momentarily while Jennifer um, and I continue the story. So she basically was running through the neighborhood, knocking on everybody's doors, and one of her neighbors let her in. But she was saying that her boyfriend beat her, and she was trying to get away. Obviously, she didn't want to say she just robbed DG and right. was trying to... And she had to, like, call for a thing. And I was like, good thing she didn't knock on my door. Well, if I remember correctly, I believe because we in this neighborhood have a neighborhood Facebook page um, for messaging, um, neighbor awareness, if you will. And if I'm not mistaken, that was an incident where multiple people said that they heard knocking or banging on their homes at an odd hour or whatever. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, that that leads us into, you know, like scam artists um, and something that recently... Uh, Wait, didn't, didn't they... It was like a kid or something. Eileen and Bob gave them blankets, whoever it was. Uh, we've had, unfortunately, I, I feel we do live in a pretty safe neighborhood I yeah, feel we've had a yeah. few occasions so. yeah, yeah but I think anybody does and especially now in the world we live in I mean it's well, wasn't look at everybody sideways we were at, that bus, at the bus stop <clears throat> and that random was it you I was with and that kid came up yes yeah why do I I remember that it's the three of us were standing we're out there in? yeah and I, I remember what he that. was saying. He was like asking. He was asking for money for gas. Yet there was uh, no car in sight. Oh right! Uh, yeah, because <clears throat> his wife or his whatever. wife was at, back at the car with. Which the is a common kids. scam. I had actually yeah, heard really about that before. My money. car broke down up the road. We don't have any money. My wife and child are in the car. Can you spare some money for gas so that we can be on our way? Yeah. And the unfortunate thing is, so let's go back to the last episode with paying it forward. Mm-hmm. You know, Jennifer, you had a woman turn around and give you $20. You weren't boldly asking people for money sitting outside with a sign. Um, But it's so hard for us, the good, honest people, when they're addressed with someone like that, to not let their their heart and their emotions take over and and possibly cause them safety issues or just downright be out of money. I'd rather be out of money than my life. But there, there's so many scam artists that you don't know who you can trust. Yeah. Well, that's just like posting anything for sale on Market Facebook, Facebook mm-hmm. Marketplace anymore. Google my Twitter. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, you get so many messages within the first five minutes of... People just trying to asking you for codes. They need they need your oh, phone number. Oh no, they 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 leave a phone number. Um, text me. Yeah. And then I made that with that Christmas village last year. Yeah. And that was my first experience with it. They text me and said, I'm interested. Please text me at whatever. So I immediately text them. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, well, go to go to this. I don't know if it was a different thing, but something about entering a code. Unfortunately, Jennifer was like, called me. Why are you not offering me that Christmas village? And oh, yeah. and then I mentioned it to her. And she's like, delete that number. Don't reply anymore. It's Don't scam. click no links. Don't. <laughs> I was like, it's a hacker. <laughs> um, but there there are so many tremendous scams. Now, one thing um, that I posted, I believe it was a couple years ago, and it just came up in my Facebook memories, was that... 
Um, you should sleep with your keys next to your oh, bed. So you could say So that off. you can hit your panic button on your fob if you... If you hear somebody trying to break in or you hear someone breaking into your car or something like that. The alarm of your car going off is more than likely to scare scare them away and attract attention of other neighbors. Now, we've also... weapons. We've had... Well, yeah. yeah. I have my... Bang, motherfucker! (laughs) Um, But that's a smart idea, too. We actually had this conversation the other day, Chris and I, you know, with the dogs. Because Tank, as you much were, you tank had the is, conversation with the dogs. No, about the dogs. <laughs> like Tank is scary looking, but like you or even you, like the people in this neighborhood that he knows knows could probably, like he might charge at you. Not so much you anymore, but like he so might charge at So she's pointing at Abby first and Becky next. So but for those after, of you that don't know who you and you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, once he smells you and and realizes who you are, is fine. Harley, on the other hand, she's the one that if you... Because I know what it was. Gianna and Mango left their window open. And it was after the post about somebody breaking into someone's house. And Chris goes, first off, if someone broke into Gianna's room while Harley was in there they'd have another thing coming because Harley will bite them and will mm-hmm. attack them. Um, but then I'm like, Tank, half the time, he don't even freaking wake up when I come in the house. I'm like, some I've, freaking guard dog When I've let him in, the same thing. No, my dogs are instantly barking. Before you even get to the door. <coughs> right. As soon yeah. as you hit the driveway. I, I am like the only one that can, I'll be like, you know, calm or worse, shut up. <laughs> and they pretty much stop. They, they listen really well. John seems to think that Charlie would rip somebody a new one if they came in our house and he didn't know them. I'm like, no, he would roll over and pee yeah, on them. them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's scary. Well, I'm glad that you trusted your instincts yeah. and um, did not let her in because God knows if, you Especially would, with a newborn. If you'd yeah. be writing a listener story right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a shame that there are people that have to do these things that, you know, why can't we all just get along? Right. It's not the world we live in. No, and mind you, I mean, there was crime and things, you know, many, many for hundreds of years, yeah. there's been, you know, things. So we just, we all need to keep our guard up while somehow still allowing our heart to be kind yeah, and trying to read between the lines. But bottom line, when it comes to someone entering your home, um, getting in your car, I, I saw one where uh, the three pe- the, these three guys are... Oh, I'll wait. Well, slow down, Nellie. She just bang. When you said getting in your car, it reminded me of something. I saw a video of the woman. She was pumping gas. Mm-hmm. And oh. a van pulled up with three guys. One was driving. Two guys got out. One came at her. One went to the driver's side. And she pulled the nozzle out of her gas tank and sprayed those fuckers down with gas. I was like... Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, the other night, Gianna and Mango got home, and I was like, why did you take this way home? And they're like, oh, 
because we had to drop off that Mango met some 15-year-old at McDonald's that was crying or whatever, and they drove her home yeah. back to her foster parents. I'm like, do you not understand how freaking kidnappings work? Like, they will They'll use put a, a younger child... That a they child or a younger, you know, teenager. To yeah. Are you in? To like they probably in. kidnapped them, molded them to be right. a part of the scam. Exactly. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, give her money if you wanted to help, or tell her to get an Uber and pay for the Uber. I was like, you don't freaking pick up. And Manko's like, she was 15, and Gianna turns around. And she goes, no, that is actually how they get you. I'm like, and you put her in your car. What right. is wrong with you? Right. Okay. We could go on with endless stories of scams. Oh my god! Of of how these things happen. Well, remember that guy in the, the truck mm-hmm. that and, followed me around in Walmart, and, and then, then ended like up in our neighborhood. He was parked in the front of the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody told me I was crazy. Yeah, bullshit. Do you know? Um, so I walked two different parks this morning, and the second of the two. Um, is much bigger and up front they have an actual like building type restroom and towards the back um, are the porta potties and inside the porta potty that I went into there was a sign I haven't been there in probably about a month now and so it was a new sign it caught my attention immediately and apparently um, they're like help you know, help bring our park back, you know, for our families and our children and make things fun again. Apparently, there has been um, sex solicitations in the uh, at the pavilions or whatever. Wow. And, of course, the sign didn't go into detail. It was, without saying this, it just basically said, see something, say something kind yeah, of right. thing, like, get these people out of here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my, because, you know, sometimes, as you guys know, I'll I'll wake up hours before daylight Mm -hmm. and I go out and I know that that's dangerous. And I've been told by multiple people on multiple times, what's wrong with you? Well, everything (laughs) and nothing, (laughs) a little bit of all of it. Shake it up. But yeah. So, um, it's really nice to see, uh, that we have listeners that you are writing in, um, and we hope that you'll all continue to do so. We hope that we, uh, read your stories well and, um, that you got the reactions or commentary that you hope to (laughs) and, uh, keep up the good work, um, going back to our spooky episode. As you all know, we pre-record, so this is really, really last minute. Yeah. Um, Sunday, October 2nd, is when we will be recording our spooky episode with Bree and Pertina from Low Country Magic. Uh, if you have any questions or stories that you might like them to touch base on, Please get those in immediately for those of you that are behind on our podcasts and um, you don't listen to this after October 2nd. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Those of you that are up to date, we are sorry for the such short notice. We, We just kind of collaborated on this recently 
And our recording date for that spooky episode is next Sunday, October 2nd. You will be hearing this this coming Thursday, so you have roughly four days to get those stories in. Yeah, and if you don't, that's okay, since we did put it last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, it still will be a good episode either way. And we, Jennifer, Abby, and, and myself, do have plenty of questions. Mm-hmm. And um, Bree and Pertina are... Um, what? Nothing. Oh, I she drew no a spider. Questions. No, I have no questions. Yeah, you will. <laughs> but Brie and Pertina can fill those voids because they, they're they very intelligent and knowledgeable on <clears throat> what they do mm-hmm. and what they believe in. And um, I'm looking very much forward to it. And I hope you all will, too. Again, if you're hearing this episode before October 2nd, send in any questions or stories that might be spooky related or, you know, questions about, you know, why your child sees floating heads. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Otherwise, remember that we will be dropping this as a special episode on October 31st. All right. Well, that's the end of this episode. As always, thank you for writing in and continue to write in. Um, We love this. And the more you write in, the more we can share these listener stories. It's great. I love it. (laughs) Um, As always, you can follow our social media pages on Facebook and Twitter, The Monster Squad or at Monster Squad on Instagram, the underscore... (laughs) Monster underscore squad. And then, to repeat myself, any mom stories um, or topics that you would like to share, um, go ahead and email us at themomstersquad at outlook.com. In the title, put topic or mom stories. As always, let us know if you would like to use your name and where you're from and if you would like to remain anonymous. And even if you don't get any spooky stories or questions in by October 2nd for our pre-recording of the spooky episode, feel free to put in any of those stories up to and all year long. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll because we, get to <laughs> we could still feature them in our episodes throughout the month of October, or should I say every fifth episode, yeah. <laughs> which again, all of this is subject to change. Yeah, <laughs> we, we could increase the amount of stories per fifth episode or the amount of episodes that we read them on, but um, I think you can tell at least I especially like the spooky. <laughs> Other than that, thank you for listening to The The Monster Monster Squad. Squad.